0: We made it. I'm Drew here with my sister Ashley who has returned.
1: Hello. Thank goodness. And
0: best friend Derek and we just got mm-hmm. back from November 30th, 1984 and who knows where Ashley's been. So <laughs> Ashley, what were we doing there?
1: Um well, each week we travel back in time to the best year ever,
0: 1984,
1: to watch whatever movie just hit theaters.
0: And maybe visit a petting zoo. Yeah. Um, I know you're not a big fan of traditional zoos; you find them depressing. Yeah, but petting zoos are uh, cute and cuddly, and 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 more humane for the most part. And um, so we wanted, before we went into a movie about a killer animal, we didn't want to be too jaded, so we wanted to have a good, um, positive experience with animals. Um, Ashley, what did you uh, like petting the most? At the zoo.
1: The baby sheep. Oh. It was so soft and fluffy, so it's my favorite.
2: Derek, what about you? It was not the sheep who kicked me in the shin. Well. Uh, <laughs> uh now they had a, a like a three-year-old pig that was kind of cute. Until Ooh, it turned okay. it to probably some big gigantic monster thing. Did it have tusks? It did not. So okay. no, it was not uh
0: that's better for Just, petting yeah that's a regular, <laughs>
1: yeah. that's a regular scary pet. petting zoo <laughs> i
0: i petted a um a baby python so oh was, um, was it silky smooth and smooth yeah and i draped it uh on my shoulders so that was mm. fun. yeah i don't you know. call it a um boa constrictor um <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> enough about that
0: here's what we saw
2: here. Oh <laughs> is where it will find you. She was the last one to see it. Thanks. <gasps> <Yikes. laughs> She's
1: missing. It's a crying baby. <laughs> it's an
2: accident. Face it that you might know what happened alone.
0: Full <laughs> cool music,
1: mm-hmm.
2: God has created it, and El has given it a name. Sweet.
0: That was the extended trailer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> was amazing.
0: Need to hear all of. Um, I liked it. <laughs> just uh, in case uh, we wanted to hear more of that uh, pig sound effects uh, crashing through buildings and whatnot. Actually destroying
1: everything. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Go for it.
1: So as you tell by that long, long trailer, uh, we watched Razorback rated R for violence, gore, and brief shower nudity. Mm-hmm. Very brief.
0: Yeah, yeah, tasteful.
1: Yeah, <laughs> tasty.
0: Um, the poster is—it's kind of lame. I mean, color scheme wise, it's really dark. Um, it's got like a big uh, pig face hovering over a jeep with a like a a light spotlight shining out. Um, it's it's like basically blue and white, so not my favorite poster color scheme wise. But if you look at it. In, in a large enough size um, it is it is kind of cool it's um, you know it gives you it makes it look like a horror movie for sure um, but is it a horror movie Ashley why don't you sum it up for us in 15 seconds
1: all right I think I'll touch on that for a second <laughs> you ready Derek yep go ahead okay a giant boar murders people all over the outback that's it.
2: All over. <laughs> that's Seven, it. That's the
1: whole six, that's the whole movie. 4
2: <laughs> 3 Wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. So you
0: didn't want to get into any of the character motivations or why, no. you know, they're there.
1: It's really well, about the razorback.
0: It is. And I think uh some of the people that we went to the theater with that didn't enjoy it as much as maybe i did had to is- their main issue was the lack of a plot so you did justice to their experience thank you
1: thank you it
0: basically <laughs> just being about a killer razorback yep. um i think there's a little more going on but we'll get <laughs> there um what was your backstory ashley with this movie or perhaps pigs
1: i have no backstory at all with this movie but i watched babe when i was little and read animal farm and that's pretty much my only history of pigs <laughs> maybe charlotte's some petting web. zoos as a kid oh yeah charlotte's web so i mean not as scary pigs but what's well, it's pig? a great animal farm oh yeah yeah <laughs> sure
0: well then <laughs> <did you> yesterday <laughs> we'll get what you deserve if you ever go visit there. yikes their okay thanks <laughs> um, thanks
1: for the threat
0: yeah <laughs> i guess i have no room to talk um, because I'm also a meat eater, meat eater, um,
1: not a man eater.
0: Well, I'm a man eating meat.
1: Right. <laughs> no <laughs> um, hyphen.
0: <laughs> I This movie could have been up my alley theoretically. Uh, I mean, just from like before we had seen it, um, it checks some of the boxes of things I like, like, uh, um, movies about big killer animals. I'm pretty much down for to watch any of those regardless. Of the quality, um, you know, maybe not the like sixth sequel in the the Lake Placid series, but at least the first one is always fun. Um, but I had not I had not heard of this, so I was excited to see what it was all about. Uh, Derek, what about you?
2: All I really knew going into this is that pigs have been used to eat dead bodies to get rid of like mafia murders oh, and stuff. That's what you meant. That's okay. really all I new going into this except aside from the fact that it's a gigantic mafia <laughs> you know dead body is, pig is that a, a real thing or that's like a movie invention i think it's real it's
1: i think it's real but also in movies like hannibal i think it was in hannibal right or one of them
2: yeah they yeah.
1: had that but i was just doing a little fact um a little trivia for this uh-huh. so um a pig will go through a body that weighs 200 pounds in about eight minutes a lot of pigs, but a single pig consume two pounds of uncooked flesh every minute.
2: Oh, damn. Well, that is In case kind of you guys were That's curious. A lot.
1: Well, because they can chew everything like the bones and everything, just grind it all down. So, mm.
2: Good
0: to know. It, it, <laughs> it should be noted, though, that most pigs, including uh, wild boars, are not aggressive. Um, yeah, wild boars are provoked. definitely aggressive. That is sort of a, a mischaracterization from the animal research I was doing.
2: Really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was just something I learned growing up.
0: Yeah, I mean, they get a bad rap in media and movies,
2: like <laughs> like this one. And they need a better PR person.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, the same is going to apply to kind of all the big animal killer animal movies. We we talk about, you know, shark people. Shark advocates have been disturbed by Jaws for decades because of the the kind of scary portrayal it, it makes sharks out to be when they're not you know hunters they're they're just um they're predators but uh, humans are not one of their natural preys,
1: so um i also disagree with drew on this one
2: good 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 <laughs> how Thank so actually
1: wild <laughs> boars are very aggressive um, i'm just doing some of my own research and boars will circle a human adversary <laughs> charge rampantly and attack from behind so they're one of the world's most dangerous games to hunt. Game to hunt. Okay,
0: well, good. I stand corrected. And they're um, the four, ho-
1: hogs are the fourth most intelligent animal in the world, and they can we, weigh around six hundred and sixty pounds.
0: I did agree that they were intelligent, which which made it seem sure. like they weren't as likely to just like spontaneously kill someone. I mean, if they're being hunted, sure. Yeah.
1: Um, or if they're starving, that's where like a lot of them like those movies like. They haven't been fed for days, and that's why they think he they eat humans.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same reason why sharks eat people too—is that they don't have enough food.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, or you encroach on their territory, and they mistake you for something they seal you, like a yeah. sea turtle. Yeah, yeah. Seal. Um,
2: sea turtles.
0: Let's talk about our uh, favorite characters from the movie. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> Sound
2: effect.
1: Oh, yeah, enter, enter, enter.
2: (laughs) Sorry, I was so Lasers,
1: confetti. Yeah,
0: so this is where we're going to each pick a character that we want to um, take the persona of for the rest of this podcast. So (laughs) you don't have to permanently um, be uh, a Razorback, but you have the option for this, you know, for the next 45 minutes to think like a Razorback or anyone else in the movie. Fourth Ashley? most intelligent. Um, where do you want to start?
1: I'm going to be the Razorback. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> figure. Okay. Oink, oink, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it.
0: <laughs> is that a uh, reflection on not liking any of the other characters, or do you did you just really, you know, see yourself Connect in the with razorback? the murder.
1: Yeah. Um, well, it seemed to have the most fun. It just went around killing people and running around, and it like had this whole. It was in control of all the other pigs <laughs> the and boars. Fun. I mean, I just didn't care for any of the other characters, so <laughs> I will be the wild boar.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, so a couple of the main characters. One of the things, in addition to the plot of this movie being uh, being confusing, is the characters kind of um, get introduced and then disappear is one way to put it, um, pretty quickly. (laughs) So we have, Mm -hmm. we have the, um, news news reporter who's going to the outback to investigate, like what the, the animal treatment, the treatment of animals,
1: Mm -hmm, something like that. I was kind of confused by that too. Yeah.
0: She's definitely not being very, um, sensitive or aware of kind of like just showing up as a foreigner and then, uh, immediately taping like critical segments about their, their culture. So she's not, she's likable in the sense that she's ambitious and clearly good at, at her job and has had success, but not likable sort of as a, uh, as a, you know, empathetic person to, Mm -hmm. to the, her surroundings. Um, then you have, uh, Jake, who's the old man who's hunting the boar. We'll, we'll talk in a minute about how the movie starts and, and why he's so hell bent. On killing the boar, um, and then we have <laughs> Carl, um, who's the one of the characters who lasts longer, um, and that's the husband of Beth, who comes there looking, you know, looking for his wife. He's mostly likable.
1: Yeah, fine. He's fine. He comes to figure out why his wife's disappeared.
0: Yeah, I don't then know. You, him. Then you get a little um, uh, romance angle. With the old man's uh, granddaughter, I think it is. Um, so, once Carl gives up hope of finding Beth, he relatively quickly moves on to Sarah. Um, mm-hmm. All that, all this said, I guess I'm going to have to go with
1: Beth. Sarah? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: no, I thought I thought she was. It was cool. Like he was encouraging her to go. You know. Um, pursue her her dream and 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 you know he seemed like she, it seemed like she was like the the more career driven ambitious person in their relationship which is kind of radical for mm-hmm. um an 80s movie so i'll go with, i'll go with beth even if um she maybe doesn't last more than 15 minutes on screen so um derek do <laughs> you
2: want to pick someone yeah sure so this is the just my favorite character i don't necessarily need to be here but uh sarah yep actually i do need to be here so i can get her accent it was great
1: yeah go ahead try it out
2: hey hey mate (laughs) you got a rice back
1: but But as like a lady
2: (laughs) no i just need her accent it needs to come out as oh i see from from my (laughs) we do have a uh i'm not trying to do that a listener
0: (laughs) Meg, who is a Australian accent accent aficionado, um, and she was oh, very happy uh, to uh, have seen this movie because it went a long way in informing her ever-growing Australian <laughs> accent. So there's uh, some positives that everyone can take away from this. Let's um let's look at our favorite highs and lows from the movie. So it's a little in, unintelligible there, but what basically what you're hearing is the old man um, running outside after the house has been ripped apart by the Razorback. This is the very opening scene. Um, I thought the movie started off quite um, effectively by having that attack sequence. And the victim uh, is not the old man. It's a baby. Um, <laughs> so the Razorback eats a baby. Um, it's his like grandson. He's, he's babysitting maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's um, his grandson. Yeah. So he's not, doesn't end up doing, I mean, maybe it's not his fault, but regardless, he feels very guilty. And not only does he feel guilty about letting his grandson get, uh, eaten by a razorback. He gets put on trial for it. Right.
1: hmm Cause they can't figure out what happened, but his whole house is like, was ran through and burned. You'd think that they'd be like, oh, that's weird. This giant, it clearly looks like some big thing went through it. Yeah,
2: it's,
0: but, but it's it makes enough sense because nobody expects, you know, a even, giant. If, even if Razorbacks are mildly uh, aggressive, you wouldn't be able to just demolish someone's house. It just doesn't seem his story seems unbelievable. That's um, true. It's like truth, he killed everybody and just lit the house on fire. Yeah, yeah that's much more plausible in a normal reality than, uh, you know and he was like
1: a them. and he was like a well-known like um game shooter i don't know if they're called game not a gamer but kind of gamers
2: <laughs> big guess. game hunter
1: yeah big game hunter <laughs> a gamer um,
0: so the cool thing about that opening scene uh, aside from you know baby getting eaten is that it just gives you the expectation right off the bat um that anyone can die which is a nice um Bacaw! yeah nice horror movie trope. Uh, that that makes the stakes feel a little larger because it, you're not, you know, like when Drew Barrymore dies at the beginning of Scream, for instance, you're like, you know, you know that anything goes the rest of the movie. So I thought, I thought the opening was pretty effective. Do y'all agree?
1: Yeah, I was in it. I was just like, oh, that just happened. I can't believe the baby died. yeah Yeah. that was an aggressive first like five minutes of the movie (laughs) have we mentioned
2: that this was made this was made in australia right this is an australian Mm -hmm. film Mm -hmm. yeah so i was just like okay immediately these australians aren't fucking around
1: yeah they anyone yeah exactly
2: maybe it's not going to play by some american
0: conventions um ashley what did you think of just speaking of the australian setting the setting in the cinematography what were your thoughts there
1: overall i liked like the boar vision that they had like the mm. weird, like running as like the razorback and you're like oh shit like what's he seeing i thought that was kind of cool um i liked like the creepy like bear like um outback style with like the random tree here and there and it was always kind of dark and like foggy i like the setup it was very like horror yeah. um b-movie setup but
0: also, some just like beautiful vistas. I mean, some of the movie takes place in uh, in the dark, and some of it, some of the sequences take place uh, with just kind of these wide landscape shots during the day, which I thought were pretty beautiful. Uh, I think it's the director of photography who worked on Mad Max Two, which is was also produced in Australia. Um, so some talent behind the camera, uh, and just some natural beauty to work with. So. Again, um two positive notes <laughs> for the movie. Yeah. Um but were there any things that started to uh tilt you in the opposite direction, Ashley?
1: I didn't care for their like local people. Like mm. the those two I think it's like Rico and something or Dicko or I don't remember their names. Yeah. Silly names, but I just they were creepy <laughs> and just they they try to like kind of like maybe rape Beth in the beginning before mm-hmm. she died. And then she died. I was just like, come on, can't you get a break, catch a break. But, um, I just didn't like them. I mean, obviously they were like villains and yeah. they're going to die eventually because of the boar, but I just didn't care for them at all.
0: Well, they're kind of, um, you know, your stereotypical, like, uh, if it was and set in like, uh, rural America, they would be your like hillbilly, uh, mm-hmm. uh, types which is you know a, a your deliverance types like in an <laughs> in a backwoods setting here and so i mean it's I, I don't know if it's offensive to locals in australia or not i mean obviously again they are supposed to be comically or like you know extremely bad people they're not supposed to be you know they're supposed to be villains so it's not uh glorifying them in any way but it did it did kind of remind me of movies like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. and in the Hills Have Eyes where mm-hmm. they weren't even the the main villains of the movie so maybe the fact that they're kind of competing with yeah, like, the Razorback like I was, kind of, like, what's and the I was
1: point? like rooting for the Razorback to kill them. Yeah. So
2: they did I, I, do a couple of good things though, right? Like once they figured out that the thing existed, they actually kind of
0: I think they were trying to hunt it. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. I mean,
0: they did a good thing by uh, uh, breaking the old man's legs with bolt cutters and leaving him locked up in a shed for the Razorback to kill, if, if that's what you're
2: talking
1: yeah, about. Yeah, and then yeah. they left Carl to die as well.
2: Yeah, That's exactly not what I meant. I guess they they made, I, just, I didn't pay attention to any of the characters the entire time. It was mostly just the cuts. <laughs> just and... wait
1: for the boar. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: One of them did a good job of falling into getting pushed into a well.
1: Yeah, and then Carl killed him so that's cool it,
0: yeah if you if you look at it that way <laughs> do you think job. do um, you
1: all think that if so originally they're thinking about having jeff bridges as carl do you think that if jeff bridges played carl you, you would like the movie better or him better
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah.
1: just imagine him in that role like that'd be crazy
2: it would be wild to see him in that role
0: well Rod it would be boar. it would have probably been the equivalent of like <laughs> what mel gibson um brought to mad max i mean You can have a beautiful setting in a in a in a cool story but without some kind of charismatic person at the in the lead it -hmm. it ended up being carl who was kind of the last man standing in the lead actor and i think that is probably that one of the biggest flaws of the movie is is sort of the you know the plot that's thin slash hard to follow and Mm -hmm. then none no memorable performances uh, Jeff aside so from you know, yeah. memorable human performances mm-hmm. um fine what do you think, but yeah but not <laughs> generic.
1: great what do you think about the monster yeah
0: i've got mixed feelings here so i it, it made <laughs> sense that they were sort of not showing it a ton um, i thought
2: that would by a had ton it, ton meaning does anybody know the screen time that it was on that the the hog was on.
1: Do you, no, do you, Derek?
2: No, but it was less than five <laughs> minutes. That's for sure.
0: I know. I think I did read about uh, that. It was five or six minutes. Yeah, something that like makes that. Sense. I might be, I might be confusing that with something else. But, I mean, total Jaws uh, slash Alien style, where you don't show it, and then when you do, it needs to be impressive. I would say, it was effective when they were having it. You know, rip things up, and it, mm-hmm. it was. The the withholding was effective. I don't know if the payoff when they finally show it in the in the uh climactic scene at the at the end is really worth the lives up to the the hype. Uh you know, they spent a lot of money, right, actually, on creating this animatronic bore and must not have been super
2: happy with how it turned out.
1: Yeah, they spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on it. What yeah. Yeah, that's absurd. So
2: that I was waiting for something like that to be brought up during this podcast. Mm-hmm. I did I thought maybe how much again?
1: $250,000. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah,
0: this wasn't a super low budget movie. I think the whole budget was like 8 8 million or something which, you know, for kind of like a <laughs> a cheesy monster flick is not is not nothing.
1: How do um, they spend 8 million.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um it the, i think the same thing happened on on you know i know i keep referencing jaws a lot but like there were all these stories about how they weren't happy with you know it's, it's it's really hard to create an effectively scary monster um and that's why they didn't they ended up not showing it very much in jaws but like again once they do it's it's effective here yeah it mm-hmm. just seemed like the, the plan was to keep it super dark um yeah. during that that factory fight. So that you couldn't see much. Um they amped up the sound effects. They, you know, it didn't it didn't look bad. I just didn't couldn't really
2: tell uh, what like it out, was make, make much out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like it's, yeah, yeah, it's unknown and it's scary, but you gotta give us a little bit more so we can feel how you know the breadth of that scariness.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I think they shouldn't have show, like maybe they should have not shown it. A lot, or like a lot less, (laughs) because it's kind of like um, what was it, Babadook? Mm -hmm. Like that movie, I thought was terrifying, and they showed the showed it at the end. I was like, oh, this is lame. (laughs) So I, I kind of had that same feeling for this.
0: It's, I mean, that would have been an interesting choice to to straight up not show it. I, I even read that they that two hundred and fifty k animatronic budget went to building six different boars. Um, one boar that like specialized in ramming stuff, another boar that like could, could like run fast. And there's just no way that mm-hmm. they ended up being able to make use of all that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: all that technology, um, which is unfortunate. It just must not have. There was weird editing in the movie. I mean, it, it you could blame yeah. the, the yeah. script or the plot, but it just seemed to like jump from yeah
1: it seemed like it was cut like stuff was cut out or something it was just like there you go next well right yeah
2: they're like this scene looks stupid with the money that we spent so (laughs) cut it and it still works but it just doesn't have that that enough weight
0: yeah there must have been some like action scenes that they just ended up not using um that would be the only i think and that's also maybe why they had to have these sort of villainous human characters because they weren't confident enough in the the animal monster. So That's a good point. Yeah. Um. Any other things you wanted to call out from the movie, Ashley?
1: Um. The battle scene was our okay. <laughs> the <ending. laughs> Yeah. The final battle factory scene. fight. Yeah. It just seemed. Again, it just seemed like it didn't flow. I don't know. It just felt off. Mm-hmm. And I liked the ending of when the back goes into like the giant propeller and gets yeah. <laughs> mangled and blood goes everywhere. I thought that was pretty cool. But the way he was like swinging on the rope above it and then before that he's like falling off, it just seemed like it didn't flow together.
0: Well, you could you could um, watch this, that <laughs> sequence side by side or back to back with the final sequence from Terminator yeah. and <laughs> get a masterclass <laughs> yeah. in how to effectively <laughs> choreograph. Because it mm-hmm. uses all the same like, similar setting similar like sparks flying like similar uh ambiance they're going on different like levels and stuff within the factory you've got a lot of uh terrain to work with yeah to work with and it but it takes a very masterful action director to capture that in a way that that makes sense and looks cool and this definitely has has all the makings and all <laughs> fall short in the execution mm-hmm. um except for the the board's execution which <laughs> that's pretty works good. um it gets first he stabs it in the throat that doesn't kill mm-hmm. it of course um so he has to activate the conveyor belt of doom and uh pull it slowly into the fan yeah the industrial fan mm-hmm. uh, pit <laughs> Conveyor <laughs> belt of doom is a trope yeah yep that's true ah! Um, It's sort of you might see it in like a Bond movie where they just have slowly have the uh, the hero getting pulled into a circular saw or something,
1: Uh, or the new Chucky.
0: Oh yeah, that's or the the original Chucky. That also. Oh, I guess I didn't that (laughs) Um, That's why it's a trope. So, lastly, before we move on, there is a happy ending. (laughs) The uh, Carl's character is leaving the factory after he's disposed of the Razorback and he finds uh, his new blonde, Australian, sexually accented um, love interest, Sarah. What? Hanging, <laughs> hanging by, yeah, there it is. Um, it's
1: like an English like love it. Hanging upside Hello. down by her feet. No, <laughs> Sorry. Like,
0: Sorry, go ahead, Drew. Sorry. Well, it, why was she hanging upside down?
1: So she got stuck in all this like rope and shit. I don't even know. Did she fall and like entangled her up? Because she just like popped down and she's like, I don't even know how that happened.
2: Yeah. I think was... They were trying to lure the, the r- razor back in. With the... her?
1: Oh, the bad guys were?
2: No, no, no. She was trying to like.
1: By tying herself a... up?
2: No, putting a trap up to like catch this thing. And then she got tied oh, up. In all Oh, she the... trapped herself. Maybe. She or, not... or those two creepy characters tried to kill her yeah. and. And then they got killed before they can kill her. Yeah. Yeah. She got knocked
0: unconscious, but he, he like pulls her down and then, and then they kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of unnecessary. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, nobody's really rooting for them to get together, but, you know, why not?
1: Yeah. He was just engaged to Beth three days yeah. later. I mean, it's love. Not his
0: fault, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, well, I think it's time for a quick break from our discussion of Razorback while we tune our dials to NR84 for New Release Radio. This is where we give you a taste of what was happening this week back in 1984, starting with a hit tune.
1: I like this. Wild Boars. Yeah, that's what I said. Wild Boars. Squeal. Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The song you just heard was Wild Boars. No, Wild Boys by Duran Duran. Up five spots to number seven on the Billboard Top 100 for the week of November 30th, 1984. Ashley, what's happening in news or pop culture this week?
1: Well, the late and great Alex Trebek started hosting Jeopardy! this year.
0: Yeah, which is very timely because yes, he unfortunately just passed. Um, mm. But he started—he didn't start this week in 1984, but he started uh, like during the September uh, TV season. So he was really um, getting into the swing of things by now, and would go on to be the the longest-lasting and most popular Jeopardy host ever.
2: Mm. Thank you, Johnny Gilbert. Happy Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. You know, in spite of what America and the rest of the world is experiencing Mm -hmm. right now, there are many reasons to be thankful. There are more and more people extending helpful hands to do a kindness to their neighbors, and that's a good thing. Keep the faith. We're going to get through all of this, and we will be a better society because of it.
1: Oh, if yeah. he only knew. Jesus
2: Christ, I'm pouring some out.
0: Well, you can hear it in his voice. He sounds, yeah, he sounds defeated. Weaker,
2: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, that was from this year, the Thanksgiving episode. Um, so, anyway, anyway.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I was going to tie a fact to Duran Duran because since we played it. Sure. Um, so, in the movie, Beth is listening to Duran Duran's song, New Moon on Monday, because the director made music videos for them. So he wanted to have that song in the movie or a song by Duran Duran in the movie.
0: Right. I, I didn't look at all into this director's career, but so he was a music video director.
1: Yeah. So he, he did, I don't know if it's Duran Duran Hungry Like the Wolf or one of those videos. And they saw that and they're like, oh, we should get him as a director for a movie, which wow. I thought was kind of a stretch. But, you know, also still believe that. So. I mean, it's
0: the, the Scott brother, the you know, Tony and Ridley Scott mm-hmm. um, did that made that transition it's definitely a common uh like launching pad for film directors but not guaranteed to work out
1: yeah um what did work out this week in the box office
0: ooh, nice so this was a this was not a, a big week at the box office actually um no new releases uh mm-hmm. missing in action the chuck norris movie is back to number one with 5.7 million um terminator 2.9 million at number at uh, number two and then Supergirl with 2.5 million fading fast down 55% already right. from last week um, at number three. Razorback um, opened two weeks ago and we managed to find it uh, I think it opened in Australia first uh, but we saw it in America so it's playing in a few theaters this week in 84 um, but it it has fallen completely off the charts and it made uh, 90k which is enough to get you one of the boars maybe. Um I mean, okay, two weeks ago.
1: Not the so. full body though. No,
0: yeah, that's enough to get you yeah, half boar. That's uh, nice. Let's do our favorite segment on new release Radio Rank the
1: Blank. Pew pew pew. pew. It's the moment of truth.
2: William.
0: Oh, this is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. This week's topic most scary real world animal when made really big. <laughs> um, All right. Does that make sense, Ashley? Yeah,
1: it makes sense. I got <laughs> yeah. it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: a lot of classic examples of this. You want to just read off the animals that movies like to make big for scary effect?
1: Sure. Alligators, sharks, snakes, spiders, rats.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> rats.
1: Oh, <Yeah>. shucks. Rats.
2: <laughs> big fat rats.
0: Um, yeah, those are just a few. Uh, it's it's a long-standing tradition, you know, like um, bee horror movie tradition to just take an animal, make it big, and make it more ferocious, and you got a movie. <laughs> so that'll be the categories that we're picking from for our choices. Um, we've got Razorback, which is a, based on the descriptions y'all gave earlier, probably an appropriate animal to make this transition to big. Um, it's got tusks. They're relatively aggressive and- Already uh, really big. Already big. <laughs> so you um, agree they are aggressive. Okay. Oh, interesting. I mean, undeniable research that was done yep. moments ago. Uh-huh. Did y'all get a chance to look at the picture of baby boars that I sent? Pulling it up no, right now. We'll oh my god! It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Jesus.
1: Why does yeah. it look so cute and then it looks terrible? So
0: the article I was reading was that's that was the point. They were saying that they're not aggressive. They're they're cute
2: and a baby you know, might not. They be were talking
1: answer. about babies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: baby pigs are you know little cute things but once they get bigger they'll eat human beings yeah like that round.
1: two pounds of flesh a minute yeah
2: yeah
0: um okay so that's the that's the choice from the movie ashley what's your choice going to be
1: um i don't think anyone's heard of it so you just want to play a clip yep
2: you're gonna need a bigger boat
0: be dick
1: yeah, let me take. Uh, Two thousand links under the sea, or whatever. <laughs> Fifty thousand, hundred thousand. Uh, it was Jaws.
2: <laughs> yep. Nobody's heard of it. Don't worry. No. We have mentioned so you- Jaws quite a few times already. So um, <laughs> that's the forty the- percent of our podcasts.
0: Well, I mean, it's it's insane now. Like, if you just turn on the sci-fi channel at any given time, it's basically like you know, super shark versus mega squid or or whatever. Sharknado. And- yeah, so like that's its a whole own sub genre of big animal movies inspired by these were all inspired by Jaws, but like now just the shark sub genre is its own <laughs> its mm-hmm. own thing. So that's a good one. I'm gonna go with one that is a little bit more of a B movie. Um, it's but clearly a, a rip off of <laughs> of Jaws. Um, it's the giant crocodile from Lake Placid.
2: Oliver Platt. Right, Jesus,
0: <laughs> it's huge. It's a really cool scene, actually. Dang. Like, so you have Oliver Platt, um, Plath or Platt? Oh, I
1: yeah. think it was Sylvia Platt.
0: Well, it's Oliver Sylvia Platt, Plath, but Oliver. Platt. I know I Platt think. is what I'm um, thinking. Yeah. He's he's in the water, uh, trying to get back to a helicopter, and like he turns around, and you just see from above like the form of of the crocodile. It's. The movie is Ouch. cheesy at, at times obviously Betty White is in it feeding uh cows to uh, her <laughs> giant pet uh Shout the out the Betty crocodile. White yeah. Does she
1: does she die in the movie? Does she get eaten I by think the I think
0: she does die.
1: Oh well, nice. I
2: think the alligator loves her.
0: Yeah, I mean that's Aww. she's she's basically kind of like keeping making it bigger and bigger. Um so she's contributing to the problem but anyway, it's uh, I thought that was a really cool scene They they captured the proportion of the alligator just when yeah. they showed in the water and then they have the alligator um, leap out of the water and pull down the helicopter, almost crashing it. But uh they, are, they managed to get away. But it definitely does a good job of capturing the scale. And we've transitioned at this point in film making. Uh, I, that probably came out in the 90s. So it's it's definitely CGI, but it's not like terrible sci fi channel CGI
2: 1999
0: 99 yeah so fully cgi i doubt they really used any practical (laughs) animatronic (laughs) alligators for that movie but yeah decent decent job of of digitizing it derek what's um
2: what's your choice (laughs) (laughs) i've only seen this film once um eight eight legged freaks and what's the the guy's name that was in scream
1: David Arquette.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. Anyway, this is not David Arquette. But he is in the movie.
1: Yes. <laughs> he's the main character. Yeah.
2: You're a big fella. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Does it kill the kid?
2: No, it's there's a spider in a cage or like a tank.
1: Oh, and he like touches. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, a spider in a tank and he's looking at it, and then the spider jumps up. Onto the when edge did, of the tank.
0: When did this movie come out, what year?
2: This is 2002.
0: Cause I, I remember pretty distinctly, I saw like a late night movie showing in the theaters uh, when that came out. I would have been, that's the year I graduated uh, high
2: school actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like one of those intentional B movies.
0: But it was really yeah. fun. Again, yeah. Like, well, right. There's, Th- there's mean, be- different degrees of like yeah. Sharknado really uh, jumped the shark, so to speak, um, with like <laughs> no trying, to be, yeah. <laughs> trying to be, trying to be good, a good bad movie. But Eight Legged Freaks was somewhere in the middle of like not going fully self self aware. Maybe it mm. was. I'd have to rewatch I it. I think
1: to- it was. I mean, I remember. When I watched it, being like, "Oh, this is super cheesy," but it was entertaining.
0: Yeah, maybe so it was just I think a it, better version. I mean, like it just had more talented people in it, and it was better story uh, mm-hmm. than and and more of a budget because it was a theatrical release, which is not really fair to compare it to um, low budget TV movies.
1: Right. Um, Agreed. I re-
0: I think it, I've rewatched like Placid many times, and if we're talking about the quality of the movie itself, <laughs> Eight Legged Freaks would probably win out, but. We're not talking about the quality of the movie. So Jaws being a classic doesn't help it. We're purely talking about <laughs> when you make a real scary. world animal really big,
2: which one is the most scary. So I'm sorry. Of, yeah. I'm sorry. I've just got to interject here. Jaws is a normal sized uh, shark, right?
0: No, it's not.
2: No. Oh, it's a larger. Sh-
0: mm-hmm. They, Great they white. start the movie oh. by like thinking that there's this one. Derek, shut up. This one shark <laughs> that's it's not a it's not I'm trying a, to win it's, here it's not a supernatural shark but it's the whole point the whole thing that's scary about the movie is that it's like the biggest shark any of them have ever encountered
1: okay
2: uh, that all close right. to to land
1: that's so. why they need a bigger boat
2: so yeah. i was thinking about this the other day and this is why eight-legged freaks came into my mind okay think about all the bugs that i see and just like what if they were larger so like a large mm-hmm. fly you know mm-hmm. a large fly would be the same it wouldn't really do much to you but like a large bee would be super scary and a large I'm really venomous for you yes and a large spider would be creepy as fuck well the
0: way they move the way they can like jump and and
1: they can um, build nests and like capture you yeah because be so big that's, that's pretty scary
0: pretty strong case what where, where okay. do we want to put the wild boar
1: i want to <sighs> you know
2: i mean ashley they aren't i mean mine okay right?
1: jaws is limited to the ocean
2: you can you can just and not get yeah, in the water you can avoid your the
1: crocodile water. is limited to water too. well no it's not no, it's not limited to water it comes out so it i would actually eats... put i would put mine at the bottom
0: interesting i'm okay because it's li-
1: because of its limitations controversial
0: like, yeah we'll go- you just don't go into yeah. the
2: ocean yeah you're don't fine. go surfing
1: yeah you you don't go, go to australia
0: no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. i would put okay. i would put razorback a second to last mm-hmm. um so jaws last yikes um, I know. Razorback, second to last. Um, the only, uh, one thing I forgot uh, to mention with Lake Placid is at one point the uh, crocodile comes out of the water and eats an entire grizzly bear. Um, Fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's how big he is. Um, a deadly predator like a giant bear is no match for this giant croc.
2: But Derek's
1: I think Derek's yeah. got yeah
2: spiders can go anywhere they can even float on water well and there's a can, bunch of them
1: well there's a bunch of them they can like they crawl on they can like crawl up trees and stuff they can build oh, webs man. they can attack like there's just so many different angles and if they're venomous like f- like you're screwed yeah. yeah like I mean giant croc I would die too but I think that <laughs> I would rather get destroyed but, by a giant crocodile than spiders like all around me
0: yeah and you're right if you're just looking at the big version of something which one is going to be the scariest looking mm-hmm. it would be the spider
1: oh and all the eyes looking at you whoa no. Ugh. yeah yeah do I so do we we in good
0: job derek you yeah. did it you won for
1: the first time you're getting
0: um <laughs> yeah you're getting better so i do
1: have to say that the instagram poll um, oh yeah jaws won that one by far
2: oh really it's but the i most intentionally
1: yeah, but I intentionally put Jaws at the bottom because of the ocean thing. So, uh,
0: was people mentioning
2: Anaconda? Uh,
1: Anaconda and King Kong. Yeah.
2: See, a King Kong. Boss. I was thinking about King Kong, but a spider mm-hmm. can fight King Kong and put him in his web. So I decided. Yeah. spider. Yeah. Well, to
0: recap, we've got the big old spiders from Eight Legged Freaks at number one. The croc from Lake Placid at number two. Jaws, no, the wild boar. Mm-hmm. From yeah. Razorback at number three, and then Jaws. It's you the know classic.
1: <laughs> the classic baby movie. shark.
2: Also, we we love Jaws, but yeah, well, yes, yeah. needs... in this category. Uh-uh.
1: Yeah, sorry, didn't make it.
0: It's it's got the, all the giant shark movies have maybe watered down the. <laughs> the <Antarctic laughs> okay, that was Jaws. pretty good. Yeah, that was good. Ashley and I both laughed at it. All sharks
1: aside, or whatever. One for three.
0: (laughs) It's almost time to sign off on new release radio for this week and give our final thoughts on Razorback. But before we do, let's listen to a cool new track that debuted at number 56 on this week's Billboard Top 100.
2: Oh yeah. I'm gonna
1: listen to this album. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right?
0: That was nice. Lover Boy by Billy Ocean, a massive hit in South Africa. Now back to our feature presentation. Ashley, how were the reviews for Razorback?
1: Hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> But they were uh, a mix, yeah. like a mixed bag. Nothing like too positive or too negative, just both. But yeah, there weren't a lot of them. Well, so.
0: Derek and I had to do our best last week to uh, handle me. the review segment. But are we going to bring back two true views and a lie now that you're back? We
1: sure are. Are we really? Yes. Okay.
2: I missed so this. this.
1: is this is where I read two true reviews by critics and one false Well, not really false, but one review by myself.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a big fat lie. It's
1: true to me. (laughs) All right. You guys ready? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The first one. Impressed by Dean Simler's cinematography, but overall, the movie falls short on character development and is overall uninspiring. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yikes. Um, Okay. Next is... Complete with an unexpected with an expected low angle pig cam, humor score, and unpredictable casualties, it offers dependable '80s B movie thrills. Okay,
2: I kind of okay.
0: agree with both of those, even though they're on different ends of the
2: spectrum. Wondering if Ashley had enough time to come up with that. Hmm, and okay.
1: then, okay, and then I have two more. But...
2: <laughs> so three, three true reviews and one <laughs> Ashley review. Three um, reviews and one try
1: okay so I'm sure so the next one is just squeals aside this movie sucks
0: hmm <laughs> 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 Ebert <laughs> Alex Trebek right
1: there and then the other one is boring
2: <laughs> oh Whoa. man I, I want to give Ashley the benefit of the doubt on that third one because that was <laughs> hilarious <laughs> but she definitely wrote both of the last two. Oh, so you wrote two that'd be my guess Oh, okay. So it's well, you know, presumably.
1: Well, you have to guess. I can't just tell you.
2: I guess three and four. Yeah, me too. I wrote four.
1: I wrote one, three, and four.
2: Whoa! Holy shit! My mind is blown. What was what was the third
1: one again? Um. Well, the no, no, the first first one. one. No, I yeah. Okay, so you you did a good job
0: on the first one of making it sound like a a. Oh, you know, you. picking out the cinematographer's name and stuff, making it sound like... And talk a, about
1: character development and blah, blah, yeah. blah.
0: Yeah. Good job mimicking Thanks. Yeah, no, that was thank
1: good. Thank you. Thank you. And then the other one is squeals aside, this movie sucks. Boring. <laughs> Those are all mine. Wait,
0: no. I thought you said the boring one was someone else. No, that's me. So there was four?
1: There was four. Yeah, I wrote you three. You wrote one,
0: <laughs> three, and four. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> three? You never know.
2: Ashley Lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually reviews and one true review.
1: You never know what you're going to get.
0: Well,
2: I like it. That's fine. Since we we kind of always forget to do this um where
0: which one of those reviews if you were writing honestly from mm-hmm. your heart um where do you fall just kind of overall on the spectrum of of
2: reviewing this movie? 1 3 and 4. <laughs>
1: Probably. Yeah, I was like they're my reviews. So yeah. um no, I did I do agree with the cinematography. And the character development yeah. one because it just I did not care about the characters at all. Yeah. And it was just kind of like the whole movie was like, eh. It was kind of mm-hmm. nothing great. Um. So I didn't. Well, agree with that second that one review was, was,
0: but that second review again, like, uh, was the optimistic viewpoint of the experience. Mm-hmm. It was be B, you know, creature feature movie that mostly delivered, uh, on the premise. I mean, mostly like it, it, it was a giant pig movie. And yeah, well, that's
1: why, yeah, that's why I said it felt short a little bit because it just kind of could have done something better. How many awards
0: did this movie win?
1: It actually won some awards. (laughs) I know. I saw. (laughs) Um, So it won Cinematographer of the Year for the Australian Cinematographers Society, which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Um, It also won. Australian Film Institute Award for Best Achievement in Editing and Best Achievement in Cinematography. So nothing to do with the actors. Yep. Surprising. Yeah. If, Jeff Bridges, was in <laughs> it, if Jeff Bridges was in it, he would have won an award. Just saying. In Australia.
0: Hey, <laughs> it, I mean, clearly everyone was singling out the cinematography. That's one of the lasting uh, achievements <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> what about Ashley Alliteration Awards?
1: I got a couple. Well, okay. one's, a, one's a jingle. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. Build of surprises. Um, so the jingle is okay. It's kind of hard to do. Okay, see if this sounds familiar to you guys. <clears throat> okay. I want my razorback, razorback, razorback. Oh All yeah. Razorback bites with human blood. <laughs>
2: Perfect. Perfect. Do it one more time. I want my razor <laughs> back, razor back, razor back, razor Ozzy... back. Aussies.
1: Aussies, razor back bites, razor back. With human blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: that's that's uh... chilies? Well, baby, baby,
1: baby back ribs. ribs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my actual alliteration words. I just thought that was, you know, it's just something different. I, I like, like that um, one. Um let's see. Blood. <laughs> uh well no, I do do that one. Let's see. Big pig, not after an oil rig, you dig?
0: (laughs) Hmm. What's the oil rig have
2: to do with anything? I don't know. It just (laughs) (laughs) rides.
1: After the jingle, I was kind of like, that's good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's good enough for this episode.
1: Yeah. Well, so those are two important awards. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks.
2: Yeah. The Razorback Razorback Awards are back, Razorback, Razorback.
0: What's some? Let's get into on a scale of 1 to 84 how 80s we think this movie is based on the music, the wardrobe, the actors and of course the 80s tropes. So this movie I mean, we mentioned some tropes earlier but those weren't specifically 80s things in my opinion. Um the the ones that I could identify that seemed the most specific to the decade uh was the cool car trope. Um they have this like souped up uh, all-terrain vehicle with, uh, armor on it and gun racks. And it's like Mad
1: Max. Yeah.
0: Very Mad Max. So I think that in, you know, even something like repo man, which we watched earlier this year has that trope. Um, and then we have the scary animal title, which is maybe an eighties trope or maybe it transcends the decade. Um, things like, you know, Anaconda Jaws isn't called shark. So I don't know if that counts, <laughs> um, but even but, something like Gremlins maybe counts.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, it's not a scary
0: yeah. animal. Yeah, um, I'm like, I'm kidding. So n- not a ton of uh, 80s tropes. So not high on the rankings for that. Ashley, what do you think in terms of all the other elements?
1: I mean, the actors, if there was Jeff Bridges, it still wouldn't be that great. So um, that's pretty low. The, her apartment, their apartment was pretty cool like, Mm. style-wise, but overall, I mean, I don't even, I don't think it makes the list, so.
0: Well, because it's a, it's set in a remote location, um, Mm -hmm. not, like, even, not just because it's set in Australia, but because it's set in the Outback, you're not seeing, like, technology. Um, The... The wardrobe and, and the music and everything. I mean, maybe the music, it sort of has like a synthy score at times, which the music was one of the the highlights that we didn't mention, but we'll play a little uh, tune at the end. Uh, I thought the music was cool, but mm-hmm. yeah, 80s-esque. Uh, and then maybe some of like the, the hair and, and, and wardrobes, but I'm going to say out of 84, yeah, like a,
2: a 40 or 50.
1: Yeah, yeah. pretty low. Derek, what do you think? What's your computer think?
2: Oh, man. OK, so eighty four. it might take a second. OK. Wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> OK, here we go. I got it. That was quick this time. So as Drew mentioned the music, I, uh, the music was not bad, but it reminded me that they were trying to be like an uh, American horror like style hmm. soundtrack.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. But
2: there's synthesizers and weird sounds, and they just went over the top with it. So music is 10. It was still good, but kind of took me out of it. Actors, zero. Tropes, 10. Yeah. And practical effects, 20. So I'm also at a 40.
0: Yeah, that seems, yeah. That seems fair. I mean, you yeah. could definitely... There's some wiggle room there, but it's yeah, not even close to cracking the top of the list, which is terminator at 84 night of the comet 83 toxic avenger uh and nightmare on elm street and ghostbusters <laughs> rounding out the top five pretty hard mm-hmm. yeah. to be more 80s with the 80s than those um when 16 candles and karate kid can't even crack <laughs> the yeah <top> five. <laughs> yeah so, yeah stiff competition um let's do our recommendations so you can recommend uh somebody watches this ashley somebody remakes this movie for a new generation or <laughs> skip it all together what do you think
1: skip it sorry
2: <laughs> Derek
1: I just oh yeah Derek go ahead
2: no go ahead Ashley Explain.
1: oh I was just say I just the whole time I was watching it was kind of like I just thought it was boring and I wanted more well I wanted more like murder yeah like if you're gonna start <laughs> off the first four minutes by killing a baby maybe you should continue that and kill like the whole town and all the villagers i don't know
0: i mean they killed the baby and then they killed who seemed the, the lady who seemed like the main character it was it just wasn't gory or like the kills weren't cool memorable yeah. yeah so i think they so were willing to do it it's just yeah
1: and if you're gonna go rated r or, like Bihar movie go like full rated our Bihar movie. Yeah, you know? more shower yeah. scenes. Well, that's what... So one of my re- reviews, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I was going to say, like, needed more boobs and, like, some other stuff, but I knew <laughs> you guys would know that was me, so...
2: <laughs> You're always saying we. you need more boobs in these films.
1: 80s. Derek, <laughs> yeah. what do you think?
2: You know, I think somebody... If you like film, and you like how people are, like, editing and soundtrack... And kind of dissecting a film to understand how they made it, I would definitely recommend a watch because you can learn a lot of things not to do.
0: <laughs>
2: but they also had some really awesome uh cuts or some um, what do we call them, Drew? Whenever we drink transitions, yeah, so transitions from one scene to another. Drew and I have a drinking game where if there's a really good one, then you drink, and they had a few really good ones, so mm-hmm. that's my take. Watch, well, even that way
1: yeah I mean even Steven Spielberg called the director after he saw it and was like and was asking a question about the dream sequence so he got something out of it which is kind of cool
2: well yeah and the the trippy um uh, dehydration scenes were Mm -hmm. amazing Mm -hmm. yeah exactly it it, It, didn't really fit in well with the entire entirety of the film but they were done really well we didn't really talk about that either
0: no, we didn't talk about that specifically, but it definitely showcases the cinematography yeah. talent mm-hmm. on uh, on display. For me, I would say it's totally up to the viewer. I mean, because you either <laughs> or, or, or non viewer, yeah, <laughs> right. You either want to watch a big uh, pig movie, and you, or you want to like uh, watch this type of movie, and you haven't got seen this one yet i recommend it i don't think anyone's rewatching this movie over and over Mm -hmm. um so it's probably going to be your first your first viewing and your last Um, (laughs) but if you're not if you're like trying to watch a movie with a group of friends and you don't know that they're into this type of movie it's not necessarily a a universal crowd pleaser yeah Yeah, i think it requires a specific wouldn't recommend specific taste so um on the remake front there was a movie called boar that was a 2017 australian horror movie clearly a loose uh remake adaptation of this don't know if if that was any good and then um the obvious remake the uh, john travolta william h macy tim allen wild hogs yeah
1: oh is that about
2: hogs or like motorcycles
1: motorcycles
2: bad bad joke okay Um, yeah no no. (laughs) wait you say
1: dad joke or bad joke both (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: yeah good good roast right there I
1: (laughs) got him I'm back let's stop talking (laughs) about
0: that um (laughs) do our uh final tribute to the movie which is what to include in the new release Wax Museum, no matter what, how much we liked or didn't like a movie, there's always space in our ever-expanding uh, interactive, multi-disciplinary Wax Museum. So, Ashley, what are you what are you thinking here?
1: Animatronic wild boar that you can ride
0: or get gored Ooh. by?
1: No, gore, gore that you can ride. Yeah, that's aggressive. You can ride it.
0: Okay, so like we already you're... have like
1: a horror, we already have like a horror area. So I feel like okay. we should make it more kid friendly.
2: Well, right, like <laughs> a, a petting. I so. was gonna say a petting <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can get but, a bunch oh, of baby oh, boars. N-
1: yeah, oh, baby, baby boars are, are so yes. cute. Yes. Don't cover them in wax. <laughs>
0: to keep them at their baby size.
1: That'll be Charlie's. Uh...
2: Charlie Sheen will have to eat a boar every time it gets too old, and then order another. Oh, one. yeah.
1: Okay, that's fine. I'll Charlie that. Sheen's
2: our maintenance man in our. Quacks that's music, how
1: he gets but... his lunch that's fine
0: yeah
2: <laughs> okay. locally sourced
0: um ah, nice i i was picturing actually <laughs> like the when you go to the grocery store and you have those like little uh airplanes or whatever you can ride like an elephant outside oh of the store God. so you're talking like a ride like that where you put a quarter mm-hmm. in and it's yeah and it just
1: it, like moves around a little bit and the kids are happy and then that's it
0: you're not See, I was thinking about like a um, mechanical um, bull. Okay, exactly.
2: That's See, no, I, mean.
1: I was thinking like a kid's ride, like a little Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: We can do both. Or let's let's not we get you. have multiple <laughs> settings. Ashley, you can have your own little baby uh razorback, but once he gets okay. too big, you're gonna have to figure out where to relocate him. But I think okay. yeah, we should do the 25 cent machine or 50 cent machine that just rocks you back and forth outside mm-hmm. the supermarket.
1: Yeah, sounds good okay. to me cool
2: it's Um, got real real fur though ooh yeah (laughs)
1: that's like a real
2: wax fur got it (laughs) our
0: wax museum has zero wax installments but that's okay (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's
0: it's, uh not, not exactly the point so that's it for razorback next week we are watching The biggest hit of 1984, and the movie that made Eddie Murphy a full-blown international superstar,
2: and sexy man.
1: Mm, Mm. (laughs) Eddie Murphy is a Detroit cop on vacation in Beverly Hills. How you doing? We have six witnesses that
2: say you broke in and started tearing up the place, then jumped out the window. I'm on vacation.
1: Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop, rated R. Starts Wednesday, December 5th at a theater near you.
0: Boom. Beverly Hills Cop. Um, kind of came out of nowhere as, I mean, didn't come out of nowhere, but it was way bigger of a hit than anyone expected. Uh, being a comedy, being, you know, starring someone who wasn't as established as a movie actor, that established or established as a commercial star yet so i am going to save my backstory for next week but i'm excited because i don't know how well i'm going to remember (laughs) this movie
1: and i don't know if i've seen it maybe i don't know we'll see
2: you excited derek hell yeah i i definitely saw this when i was a kid i'm uh, yeah i'm assuming i saw it
0: but i just don't know how much it's not a movie i've seen a bunch of times so i'm very curious like how familiar it's going to, it's going to be, and with all comedies, whether my very specific, very undeniable, um, sense you're of you're going to hate it, it's going to be with so business. many sound yep. effects. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll like it. Uh, but if you want to find out what we think next week, you can subscribe to the podcast by searching new release 1984 on Spotify or Apple podcasts or anywhere else. You get streaming audio. That's a wrap.
1: Ooh. ooh.
2: Yeah.